This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu and you're listening to Enterprise. If you're like me, you probably don't like visiting hospitals because of the reason you have to be there most of the time and really because of the cold environment, literally and metaphorically. I'm here with Nazreen Shanas from Shanas Interiors who's set on transforming the nation's healthcare facilities from monolithic concrete blocks to inspiring uh, contemporary spaces for healing where patients can recuperate in comfort and healthcare professionals can work comfortably. So good morning to you, Nazreen. Good morning, Freda. Good to speak to you. When did you realize you wanted to do ID? And what's your background before starting Shana's Interiors? All right. I started off in 2010. At that time, I was doing all types of interior design, from commercial to residential to corporate. And then it was only by 2019 and 2020 that we fully immersed in healthcare. So at first, um, my my background was just um, in communications, and then I studied master in healthcare interior from University of Kent, and this is how I ventured into fully healthcare specialist for interior design. Okay, what got you interested in this particular area? Right, um, because during the first introduction for interior design for a private hospital in Pera. Our first ex- exposure during this project tell us that it's very strict. It has a very strict guidelines, yet it's fulfilling because it wasn't just aesthetic, but it was also fulfilling the needs of patients, caregiver, and patient's family. And we found a better or greater purpose of being interior design. Hmm. Okay. And do you, any personal experience, I guess, like going to hospitals, it's not a very warm environment, right? Was it something that made you say, okay, I think we can change this or something you saw, you know, uh, abroad that made you want to do this? Well, um, I think it's relatively quite new, but our experience all this while has shown us that hospital is always that sterile, white, building and looks so scary. Of course, I had experience um, going to hospital with my family members. Uh, they were warded and stuff. And even their news are also, de- I mean, news about their health was depressing, but the overall yeah. environment was even more scary. And you can't break away from it. And you have to just stay there and just look at the plain wall and say, gosh, when this going to end? Things like that, right? So can you imagine uh, patients with dialysis that they need to stay there or even cancer patients, they need to stay in the hospital for hours and hours, at least one or two times per week. So I can't imagine that. So when I went into this healthcare, I said, I want a total reform. I want to transform this in a way that it becomes a wellness center rather than just a plain, scary looking building. 
Hmm. Okay, I guess if you want to take me to the end result, what is it, right? But I also want to know, like, what are some of the logistical, technical, societal challenges, you know, that you face trying to make this change working with hospitals? Right. In terms of social, though, right? Although we all say that, yes, healthcare needs to be transformed and there's a growing need for it, but hospital owners or um, main contractors are seeing interior design as just a cost with no guarantee of revenue or income. So that's a shift of perception that we need to change. And then in terms of technical, of course, healthcare is highly, highly regulated by KKM, which is Kementerian Kesihatan Malaysia and JKR, Jabatan Kerja Raya. And they have these guidelines that we need to follow. These mm. guidelines are in the terms of sustainability, safety, mm. hygiene, infection control requirements. Mm. So even then, we as an interior designer must work beyond that so that we don't have limitation to our creativity. So in terms of logistical, yes. Nowadays, projects are becoming more scalable. So main contractors or even project owners are employing more and more and more specialized consultants. So the number of consultants per project is increasing. Hmm. That means there's a need for coordination on the ground so that it can be a successful delivery of the project. Right. I want to talk about the cost factor, right? How do you convince them, right? now? Because they're thinking, does it mean more patients? Does it mean, you know, at the end of the day, right? How do you have that conversation with hospitals about the need, you know, that it's, you know, the, the ROI? Yeah. Okay. Um, realistically, we cannot put one and one to ID because it, it involves a lot of colors, materials, and then we have limitations of budget. So we work on the other way around. We yeah. ask client, what are the budgets that you are looking at? How much you are comfortable to invest in this hospital? So they would say a certain amount and we make that amount into, we break down into a few areas. Mm -hmm. Some of the must-do areas for ID. So this is how we work with them. And then um, with that, we will introduce materials that is more sustainable. That means it will last longer than five years. So the small investment that they have given us can be lasted for 10 to 15 years right. after. Okay, when you say must do, what is the, the must do? If you look at some, some hospitals and things, what are some of the things that are must do? All right, in terms of um, entrance and then lobby area, waiting areas, counters, patient wards, um, cafeterias, therapeutic gardens are some of the places that must do. It gives a different vibrant to the hospital. And then for other areas, we would also work hand in hand with architects to introduce colors that is more acceptable or more harmonized, right? It won't be just white, but we will introduce lighter colors, more vibrant colors, you know, things that would attract them and make them feel at home, makes them feel at ease. 
It's interesting. So you usually, uh, I guess with new hospitals that have just come about, they can include this straight away. And I guess like for existing hospitals, if they're going through a refurbishment, they should then look at, okay, some areas that we can actually make it more welcoming, right, uh, for patients, right? So is that sort of the case right now when you're when you're working with, with hospitals? It depends on uh, the type of hospitals that we are looking at whether it's new or it's um, an old building that needs refurbishment. Mm. And um, usually when we ask client, what is the brief? What kind of areas that you we, you want us to fulfill? And then when they give us that, that's when we go back to the drawing board and we give them some concepts. All right. We'll talk about some of your clients' uh, successful uh, projects that you worked on uh, in just a moment. I'm here with Nazreen Shanas from Shanas Interior. Stay tuned to Enterprise BFM 89.9. Begin Fun Moments. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Enterprise. I'm seeing to Nazreen Shanas from Shanas Interiors and uh, they are actually looking at uh, revamping hospitals with their ID uh, to make these uh, buildings more welcoming, right? And so, you know, you, you talk about this and of course there's some change, you know, uh, just try to get the mindset changed, right? Societal changes and of course, logistical, technical and largely because of cost, right? Can you tell me about some projects that you worked on in this space already? Okay, we have almost involved in 15 hospitals so far. Mm -hmm. Some are tender process, some are consultancy-based, design and build contractor, even proposal for conceptual development. Mm -hmm. So successful projects for this year has been Hospital Salgate Rawang, mm -hmm. Hospital Pendang, Aurelius Nilai Medical Center. And some of the projects that we are currently involved are Hospital Bali, Hospital Sebrang Jaya, and Hospital Kota Baru. Right. So this is combination of uh, private and public hospitals? Correct, they are. Okay. And in your space right now, you know, focus on ID for health for healthcare facilities. Are there a lot of people doing this? Um, when we started, there's almost none. Okay. Because usually architects are the one proposing ID. Mm. And then it was only after us that we are seeing this trend mushrooming in the right. industry. Right. And when you say healthcare facilities, so it's beyond hospitals. Correct. It's beyond hospital, of course. Um, it's beyond just government and private. There's also rehab centers that we are looking at. There's also maternity facilities that we are looking at. And there's also aged care facilities. Um, and there's also other specialized hospitals such as dental stream, cardio, right. and it's expanding. The lists are expanding. Right. I can imagine with the dentist, right? A lot of people don't like going to a dentist. <laughs> Okay, if you were to say uh, that, you know, how would you say, you know, you feel proud, you've been doing this for, for a couple of years now, you know, how has it created a real world impact from your perspective? Okay, you can look at it at um, micro or macro level. So at micro level, why I'm 
happy and I'm pleased for what I've been doing so far is that I help I help clients to reduce cost. Hmm. So I help them to design spaces in modularity. That means it can be easily convertible uh, and flexible to be converted into another area. This means that we are working hand-in-hand with clients, architects and medical planners to re-emphasize on the layout rather than jumping into the renovation itself. So it saves time, cost, and of course, um, headaches from client side. Whereas at micro level, we are partnering with healthcare consultants with so much experience in Malaysia medical planner, architects, biomedical engineers, equipment planners, landscape consultants, and world standard furniture suppliers. So these consortium, because they have dealt with their own experience, combining all together, form a very unique partnership that understood healthcare requirements. This partnership will benefit public, private, towards a more streamlined development for healthcare project in Malaysia. Right. Have you worked on projects overseas? We have tried. Uh, I've been approached by designers from New York for a rehab centre and we are in the midst of working with them. Right. Okay, if you look at within the region, let's just say ASEAN and all that, is there an emphasis to your knowledge about this? Well, I was being called for uh, as a speaker for many events mm-hmm. because there's a growing need and um, project owners or hospital owners are finding out ways to improve their hospital hospitals as well as facilities. So I think the demands are there. It's just that they haven't found the right partners to do so. Right, because the hospitals are hospitality areas as well, right? I mean, when you go there, you don't want it to be, you know, cold. You want to be hospitable as well. How large a team do you have? I have 30 right now, full-time staffs. Mm. We have two offices, one in Kuala Lumpur and one in Alostar. Oh, okay. And why Alostar? Well, we started off in Alostar, so this is our HQ. Right. And KL is just a marketing office. Okay, so in Alostar, right. So you were saying that uh, you got 30 staff. Um, how many of them would be ID? And is it easy to find people with this background? Uh, it's not easy, of course. Designers comes from various fields. But one thing uh, that you said was true, Freda. Hospitals need to be converted into commercials. So what we do with um, designers' experience, previous experience, that we mix and match where guidelines come at first and then other design components added to make sure that the facilities are designed in more modern ways. Right. Okay. And for example, in your space, right? I mean, just basically with ID, do you have a lot of women in ID, never mind healthcare facilities? Uh, Most of my designers are women because uh, I think there is a certain touch that would require a woman touch. Uh, there's certain needs for more detailed planning in terms of colors and design and materials and so on. Mm. But other than that, um, male designers are very focused in uh, on overall look. So I have right. a combination of both. Okay. How do you uh, attract and retain talent? That's one thing because like, I'm just thinking, where do you find the talent to go to Alostar? So are they originally from north, up north anyway? Correct. Correct. Most of them are from KL and we brought them to Alostar, usually the the 
like what I went through, the process of finding the project, very fulfilling is the process that they also have to go through. So I involve them in day one, from meeting with clients, from sidewalks, from meetings with at, uh, with other consultants and such. This is when they can feel that they are involved in a larger scale of project, right. which is more rewarding. And they keep going back to the hospital with the thoughts that I did this, I did this. Mm. So that gives them a bigger purpose, I suppose. Right. Were things held back because of the pandemic? Uh, because during pandemic, we were still doing a few renovations at Hospital Pendang and Baling. Mm. So uh, government regarded this project as high special needs that needs to be fulfilled because they were worried that there wasn't enough bed for COVID patients. So ah. they were rushing for the project. So within even during pandemic, we were working almost like usual. Right. So if it was just ID for a house, it might be difficult. But because it was ID for a hospital, it was actually Correct. fortunate for you in a way. Fortunate, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what are your, you know, plans, uh, upcoming plans for the Malaysian market? And what is your uh, plan for expansion? Right, right now, with um, the values that we have added into Malaysian market, we are, of course, looking at um, branching out to regional presence in Indonesia, Dubai, Ooh. Abu Dhabi and Sydney by 2030 and having more satellite office worldwide uh, with, of course, partnering uh, with local partners by 2040. Right, okay. And of course, uh, in talks right now for that project in New York. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Nazrin? I'm adding in uh, more specialized uh, consultants into us so that we become one-stop solutions for healthcare facilities, both government as well as private. So doing this, of course, would require a lot of um, plannings and you know a relationship with uh, both parties, government and private. So I hope that our presence in the market can actually help clients um, towards a more successful streamlined projects. And I hope that Shanas can um, grow together and transform the healthcare industry in Malaysia. All right. All the best. I've been speaking to Nazrin Shanas from Shanas Interiors. You've been listening to Enterprise. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.